Welcome to Elevate Your Life and Soul. I'm your host, Marla Kennedy, life coach, mama, and spiritual soul seeker. Each week, this podcast will bring you interviews, stories, and mentoring so you can truly know your value, know your worth, and elevate all areas of your life. Let's rise together. Welcome to episode 19. In this episode, I chat to Hayley Rowe. Hayley is a big business... Haley is a business marketing strategist for coaches who want to book clients that they love, rock their online visibility and overcome mindset barriers. And, you know, we talked about mindset and coaching habits that really set you up to win. I love habits. Habits is something that I just love talking about. It really lights me up because it's something that I'm really conscious of implementing in my own life. So talking about this with Haley was just, it was such a great chat and so valuable. There were so many useful tools and practices that we can all bring into our day to create more effective habits that create more success for us in our everyday. So I really can't wait for you to have a listen. So let's jump in. Hi Haley, thank you so much for being here today. Um, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, you're welcome. It's great. I'm glad we finally get to chat. Um, and before we jump in, I'd love to know how do you start your day? How do I start my day? That is a good question. So I start my day with journaling usually after I do all my basics and I, you know, get my um my makeup on and my workout outfit on and I make my yerba mate and all that. I like to journal and what I journal usually are my goals and present tense for the year. Um, I also like to do some kind of prompt. So whatever's on my mind, like sometimes I'll go through different phases. Like right now, my three questions are how can I improve today or, or what can I do better today? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the top three priorities for today and um and then there's usually one around like how will I make my day easier (laughs) like how will I make my certain goals easier um and I always write down my basics as well every day to reinforce the habit meaning like I have certain things that I like to do consistently um so I remind myself of what those are oh beautiful I love that I'm big on habits and um, like really consciously building habits and stuff and committing to them. So I love that you do that every day. Um, that's beautiful. Um, and what compelled you to become a coach? Yeah. So I started in coaching in 2010 and what got me into it was I was growing up. Um, I had always been into performing. I'd always been into, I loved, like, I was never the kind of person who, like, even though I was a performer, I loved one-on-one, like, one-on-one hangouts and Mm one-on-one interaction, Um, so I originally found that health was my gateway into coaching. I was really enjoying fitness programs. I started to transition my lifestyle, because at the time, I was really unhealthy, And I started to really enjoy health and want to learn more about it, became super passionate about it. So I actually started out as a health coach. And um, the reason why I transitioned into marketing and business coaching over that 10-year period, right around the halfway-ish mark, was because 
um, the certification programs with the health coaching programs didn't really teach me business, didn't teach me how to run my, my business. And so after college, I majored in entrepreneurship because I was trying to figure out this whole business thing um, for myself because I wanted to keep coaching and, and not have to stop doing that, right? Um, so I studied entrepreneurship. I learned everything I could. I did internships. I studied from mentors. I got programs, et cetera. And then after college, I worked at wellness startups in business development and marketing to get more experience. And that is what caused me to transition. And I realized I actually liked the business and marketing better. And I wanted to, if I really wanted to make the world a healthier and happier place, I wanted to help the health coaches and the life coaches actually keep their job, keep doing what they're doing. So that's what triggered me to switch um, and, and do what I'm doing today, which is helping health and life coaches grow their business, get consistent clients and make their impact without having to quit <laughs> like many of them do because they don't know the business side. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Um, and so, I mean, I guess you've addressed this a bit, but what's your like mission? Like if you were going to mm -hmm. really get into the nuts of that? Yeah. I mean, I think my mission throughout time has changed, but currently I love helping my clients, like turning them, they are different people by the time they're done working with me. They become business owners and they become impact makers and they become confident in their message and helping others and seeing, seeing themselves as somebody who can serve and can you know charge for their coaching and, and things like that. Because, um, so I think my mission is to really help coaches become business owners and, and transition their mindset and their skill set to being able to do that. Mm. Um, and what hurdles have you personally faced and um, how did you overcome them? Oh, yeah, I've had a lot of hurdles along the way, for sure. Um, one of them being when I did work at a wellness startup in particular, um, one of them, they were going through, I, I got the job and it was a super exciting opportunity because I was going to get to do a lot of different things and wear a lot of different hats and learn from the best in a very short period of time. But at the same time, that was super stressful because it was a fast paced business. There was a lot, I mean, a million different things going on at once. I had moved across, across the country for this job. I was working overtime quite often. I was trying to have to figure, there was a huge learning curve for me because I had to figure out how to do new things like overnight and they were due the next day. So I was just trying to figure it all out and be a good employee. And I was living in a new place and I had a roommate who um, I found out later wasn't being super honest with me about our rent prices and things like that. Um, and so what happened through that was I dropped my coaching on the side because originally I was still coaching on the side while um, working and being in school and all that stuff. So I put that on hold. I was giving my all. I had just been told I was potentially going to be promoted. And then all of a sudden, the entire team got let go. And it was super unexpected. And meanwhile, I also, to move out from the roommate situation, had just signed a new one-year lease. 
So I was going to be stuck there and I had to decide what do I want to do? Because I'm originally from Chicago and this was in LA and I was like, do I want to be around my family and my friends at this time? And do I want to coach full time or do I want to get another job at a startup? And all these things were happening and I was just like at this turning point. And my biggest regret at that time was letting my my side hustle or my passion go. You know, I, I wasn't doing it. I, I let it just fizzle out. And so um, what changed for me at that point was I realized the scariest thing or one of the scariest things that can happen to us had already happened to me at a young age and I was going to have to get through it. And so I was like, nothing's really that safe. So why not try to do my my own thing? Why not try to pursue entrepreneurship? And I'm, I don't have a family at this time in my life, meaning I don't have kids. I'm not married. I didn't have anything tying me down or anything like that. And so I figured, you know what, I'm just going to pursue this. I'm going to try to figure it out. I'm going to use all the stuff that I've learned. And from there, I, I did end up shifting into my business full time. Now, it's not to say that that was uh, smooth sailing the entire time right, right away. It was not an overnight success. But um, it, it was the turning point for me. So that was one of my biggest hurdles, I would say. Mm. Yeah, and that's such a great lesson, um, you know, to, to go through that and experience that, to come out on the other side and stuff. So, yeah, that's really amazing. Um, Thank you. Uh, sorry, my son just knocking on the door. That's okay. Um, yeah, so what what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Mm-hmm. I love that question because I think as coaches, we have to be inspired. We have to fill up our cups in order to serve our clients. So what makes me feel inspired would be a few things. Um, number one, I love like all the universe stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so okay. I love Abraham. I love Abraham Hicks. I love, um, in addition to that kind of stuff, I love personal development of any kind. I just, Mm -hmm. I soak it up. So I love books that are about personal development. I love Jim Rohn. I love all the classic people Mm -hmm. in that field. Um, I love, you know, Tony Robbins, all the greats. And also what inspires me is um, music. I love music. I actually sing in a cover band on the weekends. Um, So that's a lot of fun. Yeah, we do weddings and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I would say just continuously improving. Um, I love, I also just love reflection. Like, I think it's important to, sometimes we get so um, caught up in the day-to-day things and we can lose our inspiration because we're not looking at how far we've come. We just feel like we're in the hamster, you know, on the hamster wheel Um, so I really like sometimes to just like reflect and track my goals or like, you know, I'm a big person who likes to reflect and see, wow, like let's celebrate my wins or like, look at how far we've come or, or that kind of thing. Yeah. I I really enjoy doing that sort of stuff too. And just going inward and like coming back to the present of where you are and looking, cause Mm -hmm. I mean, like I know from my experience, like looking back. sorry looking back from where my life was even just a year ago it's like dramatically changed so much and it's constantly evolving and um in a way it's like if you don't 
if you don't reflect on that, then what's the point? Like, I mean, because you've got to have that gratitude and that, um, like, be in the moment because that's in all you have in life as well, you know? Um, totally. And how can you build a strong mindset? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a very good question because I think a lot of when, especially in my world where I'm working with a lot of entrepreneurs and they're getting rejected or they're facing fears or they have limiting beliefs about money or, um, you know, they're stuck to procrastination habits or things like that. I would say mindset comes down to a few things. Um, first is anytime you want to change your mindset, it's important to understand that there's a, what the life coach school calls the model. And what that means is we have circumstances, which are simply facts. Like there's no, we don't need to attach any emotions to them. They're just facts. Like I'm five foot two, or it's summer right now. It's seven o'clock PM. Right. And so there's circumstances. Then we have our thoughts about those circumstances. So, um, for example, going back to the five, two example, I might think, oh, that's too short or that's, that's not attractive or whatever. Right. So we have our thoughts about it. Then we have our feelings about those thoughts. So my feelings might be, well, I'm a loser because I'm five, two, or I look bad in certain things because I'm five, two or whatever. Weird example, but I'm going to go with it. (laughs) Then we have, um, after our emotions, we have our actions. Those drive our actions. So maybe because I feel short and ugly, I don't, speak, I don't raise my hand in a meeting, or I don't pitch myself to go speak in front of a group of people or something like that. And then our actions drive our results. So my results are I'm unsuccessful in my business, because I can't pitch myself because I feel ugly because I'm short or something, right? So Mm -hmm. as you can see, this whole chain drives our life. And the key is to show yourself new evidence in the thoughts category to change everything else. So for example, if you think you cannot do something, look around and ask yourself what else is true because somebody else has been able to do what you want to do. Maybe there's a group you could join of people who've done that and you can be in a mastermind or you can get coached or or whatever by somebody who's done that, right? And so I think there's a lot of, um, it's just like what we focus on, what we give our attention to grows. Mm -hmm. And so I think the key is to catch yourself early enough to the point where you're not carrying a humongous, heavy sled of thoughts with you every day while you're trying to take action towards your goals, because that's just going to weigh you down. It's going to drain your energy and you're not going to be showing up from from a good place. Mm. And would you say, so when you're looking at those goals and looking at evidence of what other people are doing, looking at Mm -hmm. the small, like breaking it down into the small steps that they've done and starting there rather than looking at the whole overarching thing or? Yeah. Yeah. I think starting really small and, and asking yourself, what's the, can I, what are the small wins I can start building? Mm. Um, And being somebody committed to, the process just as much as you're committed to getting the results. Like for Mm -hmm. example, if you, because if you hate, if an unhappy journey will lead to unhappy results, if you just hate, like how many, how often have we heard stories about people who just like hustle, 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 compromise their entire family life, like get divorced, et cetera, for this business. 
and then they get to the goal that they thought they'd be happy at and then they're like empty inside and they're just like don't have anyone to celebrate with right it's such a common thing so I think the key with mindset and like breaking things down and all of that is number one define like be really develop clarity like what does balance mean to you what are you willing and not willing to do on your journey what are you willing to feel on your journey and i hope most people the reason why they don't get very far is cuz they're not willing to look at their icky dirty beliefs <laughs> they're not willing to feel discomfort they're not willing to get their feelings hurt by getting rejected they don't ever want to feel those things and the worst thing that can happen on your journey is just a feeling that's it right or you can die but <laughs> that's about it right yeah. so i think the key is to open yourself up to all that, define what's important to you, define your values, define your boundaries, and then start breaking down the goal in little macro, you know, little micro pieces and get started on that. Mm, Yeah, I love that. I really love that. And that, yeah, I'm big on incremental steps and little, little commitments and stuff and building on them because I think it sets you up for success because when you achieve that little thing, you can keep, you can like celebrate that and go wow I did that so you can move on to the next thing whereas for me like going towards like a big goal and then like reaching for it and not necessarily hitting it or right. a big commitment it's it's um it it can like bring you down you know um but yeah it is I, I totally resonate as well with the the facing your discomfort and moving through that because there's always so much reward on the other side and, you know, big energy shifts can happen when you face those fears and face that harder, more challenging stuff. Um, totally. And I think with the choices too, like the things you were saying about how the small wins add up, I think sometimes people, um, because they are small steps and they don't feel monumental, they they get really defeated and discouraged very, very quickly. And they're not like, they think they need to make giant jumps and they fall for this all or nothing trap. And I think that that's the worst case because as everybody knows, it doesn't work. The Mm. all or nothing thing does not work. So I think it's important to start practicing keeping the promises you make to yourself. And in order to do that, you got to start small. So I think you brought up a really good point. And then the last thing I want to say about all that you were saying about like big goals or small goals and and that kind of thing is one of the things that like Abraham Hicks talks about and, and is big in the whole manifesting thing is like, what are the, everything we want is because we think that we will feel better in the having of it. Mm. So you have to think about what are why do I want the big goal that I want? What are the feelings that that would bring to me? And then on a small scale today, how can I start feeling those feelings? Because that's what's be, you being a vibrational match. If we're going to get all weird, right? <laughs> it's really what's important to manifest. So you, if you want to feel rich and abundant and uh, accomplished and joyful and purpose driven. And you know you'd feel that when you reached X goal. Today, you can start feeling those feelings right now by what you put on your calendar today, mm-hmm. um, and by by what you decide to do and the choices you make. So I think that that's another key point. Mm, yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because that is yeah really really valuable. Um, 
And what's your go-to daily mindset practice that you can't live without? Yes, um, I would say it's the journaling. And I also think it's important to constantly be paying attention to the media and putting myself in front of. Um, So two things, like one, if anybody listening um, struggles with consistency, struggles with journaling, needs some prompts, that kind of thing, I would go to haleyrowe.com slash consistency. It's H-A-I-L-E-Y-R-O-W-E.com slash consistency. And I have a free consistency planner that will help you get started. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say it's a journaling for me, getting consistent with that. And then the I, I love getting going on walks. <laughs> and I love um, surrounding, not paying attention to things that make me feel bad, <laughs> which a lot of people would be like, well, okay. And I'm not talking about like, um, not addressing things that like, I don't, I, I, I will never be the kind of person who says, you're just going to love every step of the journey in your business, or mm. you're just going to love every step of the business, the journey on your health journey. Like you're not, you're going to have days you don't feel like it. You're going to have days that you don't, it, it, you're afraid, etc. But I think as far as like media goes and the thoughts you choose to think about all that is where it's important to get yourself listening to positive things, listening to positive audio, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and how could someone shift their thoughts when it seems like everything's against them? You know, like maybe it's finance, like they've got all these bills stacking up or, you know, something like that. What could they do? Yeah. So if you have a lot of thoughts that are drowning you a little bit when it comes to certain topic there's a few things that you can do number one is try to okay there's a few options number one shift your focus to another area of your life that is good so you're just not continuing to dwell on the negative and again that shifts your vibrant your frequency and and like Mm -hmm. your focus Um, the second thing you could do is like meditate or just do something to completely release the resistance Um, and then the third thing you could do instead is if you have a ton of thoughts that are like, I hate my life, (laughs) I hate my finances, whatever, start to, um, well, do the, do the life coach schools model exercise, like look, write down the thoughts and kind of go through that. They have a training on that on their website, I think, but also, um, I, what I would do is start to write down little tiny thoughts that start to build momentum in a neutral place. So in other words, like instead of like, let's say uh, I'm like, let's go to body image. For example, instead of saying I going from, I hate my body to, I love my body, Mm. go to somewhere that's like, I have a body. Mm. (laughs) This is my body. This is what my body looks like. Like that's very neutral. And you're not trying to fake something but you're going to a more neutral place that's less resistance and you're not like getting all worked up about it because we add so much mental drama to every situation. And, and especially like, so look at the actual facts, like there's facts with your finances, how much is in your bank account? Um, how much you have due on your credit card, etc. All of that is neutral. That's just facts. You're adding all these thoughts about how I'll never be able to do it. I'll never like whatever. And you're justifying your limiting beliefs instead of why don't you start fighting for what you want? And why don't you try trying to figure out 
how you can change the facts and what's the next puzzle piece to fix it, mm -hmm. right? So I think it's up to us where we choose to shift our energy. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the mental drama that we feel too far gone, like we're too far there. And so in that situation, that's when I would like do the focus wheel where you're like trying to write different um, thoughts that are shifting you to more neutral place or meditate or anything like that. Mm, yeah, thanks. That's really great and really useful. I um, have found, I, I think, you know, you see all these people saying to like say affirmations and stuff and sometimes they're so far removed and yeah. it's like that little step thing that is um, rather than big steps, it's too much because there's too much distance mm -hmm. between where you're actually at and where you want to be. So yeah, just adding a little bit like that, that's, that's really, really useful, really helpful. Um, yeah. And there's like a, a quote that says, um, or, or I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but it's like, your pain is inevitable. Like we are all going to have pain in our life. Someone's mm -hmm. going to die that we love, or we're going to physically hurt ourselves or, you know, there's just going to be pain. Right. But suffering is optional. Like mm. adding all of the mental drama to that is our choice. And, and, and it's not to like, we, we might choose to allow ourselves to feel sad and that's okay. But mm. like, suffering like taking it to the extreme and not ever letting ourselves move through it or or like adding a ton of resistance to it is is our choice mm -hmm. yeah and it is such a choice and you you need if you want to live like a happy life like it's like yeah it's really important to feel emotions and I'm really big on feeling emotions but you have to mm -hmm. move through it at some point you have to come out the other side so um I totally agree and what does it take to truly, what does it truly take to be an entrepreneur? <laughs> I love that question. I think that there are, um, it depends on what kind of entrepreneur, but I think it takes patience mainly. And I think that that's the thing that's the biggest reason why certain people don't do it or don't succeed. Uh, and I also think, Okay, so I think it's a few things. I think it's uh, patience. I think it's you have to actually like it because if you don't like it, you're not gonna. It's it's like, it's like if you were doing a marathon and you just hate running, like why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you have to actually like the hustle. Like I like the, I like the yeah. process of seeing something go from nothing to something mm. to growing, and like it pays off like my work pays off and it's very rewarding to me so I think you do have to have a passion there a little bit um and as far as what it takes too I think it takes mindset work it's really like a personal development course <laughs> because yeah, you have to be yeah. able to face develop uh um rejection you have to be able to be really mentally strong every day and show up with the same enthusiasm even if the results aren't showing up yet because there's that period where you're building up and it might take some time. So I think that's what it takes. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it can, it can feel disheartening at times, but also I truly believe that your current, currently where you're at is a reflection of the past. It's got to catch up to where you're at. Yeah. To like move forward. So um, you could have like be doing all this really amazing stuff, but because before you were in this real like, not in that same place, like moving, you know, when you're in your business, like it comes, 
it's it's more slow and it's not an overnight thing which i think so many people expect it to happen immediately and mm-hmm. it just doesn't all the overnight successes have like worked for 10 years to get there yeah. and you just haven't seen that totally um, and i think you have to be willing to drop your sense of entitlement like mm-hmm. because you have to give a lot of value up front Mm. before it pays off. And I think a lot of people show up thinking, well, I want to be paid for my work right away. And, you know, if if it's not working, it's not working and there's something wrong, right? But mm. I think it's important to bring that the person who leads with value wins and the person who is who quickly can implement things consistently wins as well. Mm, definitely. Um, and what are you curious about right now? Ooh, I like this question. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about that that much. Um, I, well, actually, I will, I'm const, I'm obsessed with uh, marketing, sales, psycho, like the psychology behind that. Mm-hmm. And I, all, I just think it's interesting. And I have a very healthy mindset about business. I think a lot of people have an unhealthy mindset. They think it's slimy or they think they have to be uh, like, salesy. I I disagree. I think it's serving. I think it's making your impact. Um, I think that the more um, able you're, you're able to grow your business, the more able you're going to be able to give back. Um, So I just love that kind of stuff. So I'm always curious about new marketing things. And I'm reading a book called This is Marketing Right Now by Seth Godin. Um, And then as far as what else I'm curious about, um, you know, I love the universe kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always learning about that. I'd like to learn about, um, I, I don't know. I'm always learning. I'm learning investing and like trading right now, which is kind of a drag, but it's very interesting. So I don't know. I, I, I kind of dabble around, but I just think a lot of things are interesting. It's hard for me to um, just not constantly be trying to learn things. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's your, f- I know you just mentioned a book, but what's your favorite book and why? Oh, I love, I have so many. I <laughs> love, um, so as far as like a philosophical or, or foundational root belief I have because of a book I read, I would say the Zen and Art of Happiness taught me or, or allowed me to choose to believe that everything that happens to me is the best possible thing that could have happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it teach, it just basically teaches you to like, even if you can't see it right now and it doesn't make sense right now, essentially it was the best possible thing, a best possible outcome. So it's kind of like a Buddhist book. Um, but I really liked that. And as far as other books that I loved, man, um, I love the 10 X rule by Grant Cardone. I just think that's, he's a little rough. I'll be honest. I don't agree with everything he says, but he's just a go-getter. And I I love that. Um, I love Jim Rohn, anything with Jim Rohn. Um, But yeah, I would say those are my top ones. Awesome. Um, And okay, room, desk or car, which would you clean first? Room, desk or car? I need to clean my car and my room. Oh, shoot. Okay. I would say my room first, actually. Yeah. Um, and what profession other than your own would you love to attempt? Mm, you know, I think what I would be doing is probably doing tribute shows, um, meaning okay. like 
like for a certain artist. I would just focus on them and study them and like try to dance, yeah. <laughs> try to learn <laughs> dancing. I think yeah. I'd be more of an artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and on a scale of one to 10, how weird are you? Oh, well, it depends on how you define weird. Mm. I would say I'm a 10. <laughs> yeah. Because I have always felt like a little bit, I'll be honest, like just like I don't fit in that much because I'm super old soul. Mm. I've always been like that. I love time alone. I never get lonely. I've never been bored. Uh, so I would say I'm pretty weird, 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what do you wish, like on your journey, what do you wish you'd known when you started out? I wish, oh, there's so many things, but I wish I would have known like how the, how the thoughts become things thing, that whole concept. I wish I would have known that as like a kid, you know? Mm -hmm. And I also, um, I also wish I would have known, I I had to learn the hard way to take care of my health because I was just like super lazy and um, felt tired and (laughs) uncomfortable. I didn't go through any like big health scares or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. I think health is, is wealth, health is wealth. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think also um, to not, to well, there's a whole bunch of business things I wish I would have known, like don't spend a lot of money on a website before you have a sales page, before you have a landing page and before you book clients and stuff like that. But I could, that will take two hours to talk about. But um, so yeah, and the third thing I think is don't compare yourself to others and just be be you because um, when we compare ourselves to others, all it means is we just see something in them that we want or we want to see in ourselves. And we can go create that for ourselves instead of comparing or getting jealous or feeling like there's not enough to go around. Mm. And what would you say to that like fresh, new, ver- like young version of yourself? Mm-hmm. I would say start listening to podcasts <laughs> <laughs> um, because they're really helpful. Mm. I would say um, it's never too early to start. Mm-hmm. on your dreams, on making mistakes, on learning, you know. Um, and I would say it's okay to like what you like <clears throat> and be and define your own version of balance. And, you know, you don't have to follow the traditional life path of like, go to school, get a job, get married, have kids, do this, do that, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. And um, what would you do differently? Um, what would I do differently? Hmm. When, like growing up or, um, or yeah. Or in your like, biz- like early business journey or. Um... Yeah. Oh, okay. Well on my business journey, I would have gotten less certifications <laughs> yeah. uh, because honestly I would have rather saved that money and invested it in my actual business um, because nobody's ever asked about my certifications and Mm. they care about your story. They care about what you've been able to do for yourself. They care about your client results, but the, the accolades, they don't really care about. Mm. Um, And if you could remove all barriers and constraints, what would you work on and want to be known for? If I could remove all barriers and constraints, what would I want to be known for? I would want to be known for somebody who has, who helps 
people see that they can create whatever they want, essentially, um, with structure, with work, with their thoughts. Um, and so in the way that I'm living that out right now is by helping coaches do that for themselves um, and do th- like blow their own minds, like do things they didn't think they could do. And that's that society's like, well, you can't make money as a coach or you can't do that full time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to prove I like to prove that you can do anything you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the best compliment you ever received? Man, these are deep. Um, <laughs> best yeah. compliment. Um, I think, I don't know. I think probably when I read what my clients write to me and also like my sister writes me nice notes sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think just makes me happy that they see that I care about them. and. Um, that through my work that I do, like, even if it's not personally to them, like with my online work, that it's still making an impact. It's nice to know that. Yeah. Yeah. And what's one thing your work's done for a client you didn't expect? One thing my work has done, um, I think, well, I I didn't, it's not that I didn't expect it, it's that I did expect it. (laughs) Um, And it's just, making money in their coaching business and being able to help more people um and and doing it consistently that's the best best thing in the world because they that's what they want and that's what we do Mm -hmm. um and so what does elevating your life and soul mean to you i think it means constantly progressing being happy where you are but expanding always Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So before I get you to share how people can connect with you, I have one last question and that is, is there anything that you wish that I'd asked that I didn't? Um, no, honestly, I think you covered some really good questions. Um, and I loved it. Right. Yeah, me too. It's been amazing. So, um, I think, yeah, everyone listening will get so much value. So I'm really grateful. Um, And I'd love you to share how people can get in touch with you, what you have on offer right now. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I have a few places you can um, get in touch with me. The first thing I would suggest is if you have Mindset Blocks, if you want to grow your online business, um, I would go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call and you can book a free intro chat. And on that call, we can go through one block you're having and give you a laser focused solution in 15 to 20 minutes. So if you go to HaleyRowe.com, H-A-I-L-E-Y-R-O-W-E.com slash strategy hyphen call, um, that'd be great. And then the other places you can get in touch with me, as I mentioned before, I think your audience, because they're into mindset, would really love the consistency challenge. So that's available at HaleyRowe.com slash consistency. And then the last place is the Health Coach Nation Facebook group, because in there I'm live, I'm sharing tips, um, it's a lot of fun, it's very supportive. You don't have to be a health coach to join, um, but you do have to have the, the goal of improving yourself and um, potentially starting a business. And so that's facebook.com slash groups slash Health Coach Nation. And then I have the Health Coach Nation podcast as well. So you can find that on iTunes, Spotify, all the good places. 
Amazing. Thank you so much. And I'll put all Thank these you. details for everyone. So yeah, I, I really it. enjoyed this and I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you like it, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you love this episode, please give it an honest review on iTunes and let me know what you loved and what you want more of. Your feedback helps me truly elevate the show into something that really serves you and allows me to keep pouring my heart and soul into it. This is for you. Let's rise together. And remember, know your value, know your worth. I love you, beautiful soul.